Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? Hey, hey, Badass Lightworkers. Welcome back to the Badass Lightworker podcast, and I am so excited to hop on another episode with you. I'm actually sitting here in a hotel room in Portland, Oregon, because I'm here for the weekend, and I'm so excited to share with you today's episode. So if you guys have been tuning in to my YouTube videos, then you may have come across my video all about quantum physics and how understanding the principles of quantum physics can help you manifest. Now, I know not all of you will watch my YouTube videos or have the time to do that. And so that's why I wanted to do a podcast episode all about this topic. And I will also put a link below to my YouTube video about this because I put in some more detailed diagrams there. Um, And on the podcast, it's a bit difficult to explain some very scientific concepts and experiments like the double slit. So if you want a more comprehensive video to understand what I'm talking about, then definitely go head on over to my YouTube channel to check out the video. But today I really want to share with you guys some of the core principles behind quantum physics and explain to you the process of quantum manifestation, essentially what it is all about and how understanding quantum physics can actually really just give you that scientific proof to how you are the co-creator of your physical reality and how things can happen a lot faster than we expect sometimes with the concept of collapsing your timelines when you actually step into that version of you who already has the things that you're trying to manifest. So I'm going to warn you, this episode is going to be full of information and you may need to listen to it twice or like I said, head on over to YouTube to watch my video over there to really have it all sink in. And if you have a notebook handy and want to jot down some notes, totally feel free to do that. In fact, I highly recommend it because there's going to be a lot of scientific information. Like I said, it may feel a little bit like physics class or science class back at school, but trust me, this is is going to be so much more interesting than that. So without further ado, let's jump into all the goodness that I have to share with you today. So first of all, what is quantum physics? You may be wondering. So quantum physics is the amazing study of the subatomic building blocks of the universe and essentially everything that the world is made up of. So it goes to explain how the physical matter that we see in our reality comes to be and how we are in direct control and manipulation of that physical matter. Now, you may not think that you are, but you actually are. And I'm going to explain to you how. 
So when we break down everything that we see in our world, like you and me, for example, we go down first to the cellular level and then to the molecular and then atomic. And then we get down to the subatomic level where we find subatomic particles like electrons. And these subatomic particles vibrate together at a certain frequency. Now, as you guys know, I always preach about how everything is energy. And this is a core truth that you have to really stand behind 100% and know with full certainty in order to understand quantum physics and fully grasp the law of attraction and manifestation because that's what it's all about, is understanding that we are all energy, we are all vibrating at a certain frequency. And so if everything is energy, what exactly is energy, right? So energy is essentially packets of these subatomic particles, and these packets make up everything in our entire world. So what I want you guys to just remember and realize again is that nothing is actually physical. Everything is made up of these packets of subatomic particles called quanta, and they're vibrating and flashing in and out very rapidly, which creates the illusion of physical reality. So anything that seems physical in your reality right now is basically just packets and packets of subatomic particles vibrating. So knowing that these subatomic particles are the core building blocks of everything in our world, let's look at some of the interesting characteristics about them because in understanding these characteristics, we can then kind of get an idea of how they may tie into law of attraction and manifestation. So the first interesting characteristic is that they are not really solid, right? We say it's a subatomic particle, but it's not like a particle of dust or a particle of sand, something that is tangible in our world. Subatomic particles actually exist as something called a probability of existence. So a subatomic particle is a probability, a possibility of existence, and they don't exist in absolute space and time, meaning that they're not something absolute that we can see and touch and whatever until it is observed. And in fact, before that, they are spread across space and time as just a possibility. So it's like, oh, they could be in spot A or they could be in spot B, depending on where we observe that subatomic particle. Now, the second thing is that subatomic particles can act as waves and particles, right? So for example, when we shoot a particle against a wall, right? Just think about just shooting a particle of anything against a wall. Um, you would expect that the particle will land on the wall where you have shot it. However, subatomic particles will also exhibit the behavior of waves where it's basically like a rippling effect where it has more than one possibility of where it's going to land. And the third thing is that subatomic particles know how to make decisions and they also know the decisions and behaviors of other subatomic particles out there in the universe. And so there is this connection across time and space that creates an instantaneous knowing among all subatomic particles. Now, this is really interesting when we look at how this ties into the law of attraction and how this ties into the concept of your thoughts and your feelings being able to attract in certain people and circumstances into your your life. So there is this extremely infamous experiment in quantum physics that shows the behavior of these subatomic particles. And this is called the double slit experiment. And it was first performed by 
um, a scientist named Thomas Young in 1801 for scientific educational purposes. Um, and so in my YouTube video, I have some detailed, detailed diagrams that fully illustrate to you this experiment. I'll try to explain it to you guys here, but I definitely recommend that even if you don't have time to watch my full video, maybe um, you can head on over to Google, just look up the double slit experiment and Google images so that you can actually see the visual of it because it's going to help you a lot to understanding the concept. So before I go into sharing with you the results of the double slit experiment, I'm going to explain to you the setup of the single slit experiment. So imagine for a second that, okay, the experiment setup is that you have a shooter of subatomic particles on the left side, and in the middle, you have a barrier with a single slit. And then at the end, on the right side, you have a screen, okay? You have a screen that is basically where the subatomic particles are being shot. So once we start shooting these subatomic particles from the shooter, you know, against this barrier with a single slit, it makes sense that we would expect that all of these subatomic particles will land at the screen at the end and create a single band, right? If you think about it, if there's a slit in a barrier and we're shooting particles of sand, we're shooting particles of dust, we're shooting particles of paint, whatever, it doesn't matter, we would expect to create a single band at the screen in the back, right? So if you guys need that visual reference, then like I said, go on Google, go on my YouTube video. So this made a lot of sense and this is what the scientists who were doing the double slit experiment thought that they could expect if they set up a barrier same barrier uh, but with two slits instead of a single slit so they were thinking that okay if the experiment setup is exactly the same and i have two bands instead of one and i'm shooting these subatomic particles then what should happen is that i should see two bands right, two bands of particles at the screen in the end, exactly like how I saw the single band in the single slit experiment. Now, these scientists went out to shoot these subatomic particles against these two bands in the barrier, and what was really interesting is that they didn't observe two bands of subatomic particles at the end. In fact, what they saw when subatomic particles were shot against these two slits in the barrier, an interference pattern was created at the screen with no clear bands. An interference pattern is normally only created through waves, through wave-like behavior. So what was concluded was that these subatomic particles, when they are first shot, they exhibit the behavior of a particle. However, in that moment that they pass through the two slits, they evolve into a wave-like pattern of possibilities or probabilities of existence that interfere with each other. Essentially, what they see is that, you know, when these particles pass through the slits, they almost create these ripple effects like waves do, and they start to interfere with each other. And ultimately, in that instant before a subatomic particle gets very close to the screen at the end, its place of observation, it decides how to position itself onto that screen at a localized point. And it does so randomly. 
but it has the power to communicate with the other subatomic particles. Like I mentioned before, it has that ability to know what other subatomic particles are doing. And so they kind of place themselves randomly, but also in communication with each other to create this large interference pattern. So this was very interesting that scientists observed the outcome to be the behavior of waves when very clearly they were not shooting waves, right? It wasn't like they were putting like a water wave through, they were putting they were putting subatomic particles that were supposed to be particles. And so scientists also tried something then very interesting. They decided to put a measuring device next to the slits to observe how exactly the particles were traveling through the two slits. And what they saw with this was that with the pure act of observation, which is kind of like putting something there to watch the subatomic particles as they were shot and going through the slits, the particles behaved as expected. And so 50% of the particles went through one slit, 50% went into another, and they ended up in beautiful two bands at the end on the screen. And so what the double slit experiment shows to us is that the presence of consciousness and observation has that ability to shift the reality of how these particles behave. When the particles are being observed, it behaves as expected and it becomes localized at that single point in reality. And so what is so fascinating about this experiment is that it shows that these particles that everything is made up of in the world, like literally everything is made up of subatomic particles, they act in a very intelligent way where the way that they behave and how they actually become physical in reality, they exhibit a series of multiple possibilities, of infinite possibilities before they actually become physical, right? Because they exhibit that wave-like behavior that has an infinite number of possibilities as to where exactly it should land in the experiment. But also, this notion of having infinite possibilities carries out into how the subatomic particles that we observe in our everyday actually become physical in our reality. And it is through the act of observation and expectation that a certain reality is created in the physical world, right? Just like how through the observation of the scientists and with that expectation of, okay, they should go through two slits, that reality was what was created when the subatomic particles were observed before they hit the screen. So I know that this may sound very overwhelming and you're like, what is going on? So like I said, again, if you need to rewind this, go look up online, go watch my video, definitely do that because this is such mind-blowing information, you guys. So you may be thinking now, okay, so I know all this stuff. I know this crazy sounding information. How does that tie into manifestation, law of attraction, and what exactly is quantum manifestation? So let's piece everything together. And I'm gonna start off by explaining a bit of the concept of quantum manifestation. So quantum manifestation is really just a fancy, cool sounding word that goes to explain how I often talk about manifestation and how a lot of people approach manifestation. 
intention, right? So I think an older way of manifestation was thinking that, okay, you set the intention of what you want and, you know, you're just like holding those positive thoughts or holding those expectant thoughts of like, okay, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then hopefully it will show up in your life, right? That's kind of like the older way of looking at the law of attraction. It's that if I hold high vibrational thoughts um, about having this thing, then it's going to come in. So quantum manifestation is still kind of running off that backbone. But what is really key in quantum manifestation is understanding that you already have everything that you're asking for. Everything that you're asking for and that you're hoping to manifest in your current reality now already exists out there. And I will explain that in the whole concept of parallel realities in just a little bit. So quantum manifestation really invites us to step into that version of us who already has what we want. It's all about the embodiment of what we desire and the reality that we desire to live in. It's about understanding that it's already out there and how I get it is yes, by thinking those positive thoughts is by showing gratitude, but most importantly, it's about acting as if fully. It's not like, oh, like, you know, that version of me that I want to be will have a lot of money. And so I should go out there and spend a lot of money right now. And that's a common misconception with acting as if an embodiment. But it's not just about what that version of you does, but it's more so about how does that version of you act? How does that version of you be in your day to day? So it's about stepping into that version of you, that version of you that already exists out there. And that's how you quantum manifest into your reality. That's how you quantum jump and quantum leap into the things that you desire. It's fully about embodiment, right? It's about observing that reality first in order to make it your reality. So that's a little bit of a quick explanation of what quantum manifestation is all about. And so now I want to share with you guys just kind of like more of the drawing the links together as to, okay, how do those concepts of quantum physics now come into this whole manifestation process? Okay. So the first part here is to understand that you are the observer and your observation is what makes something physical in your 3D physical reality, right? So your certainty, deep belief, and attention in anything is what brings it into existence as you are that observer to what's possible. And that's why we often say, believe it and you'll see it. I literally just got this tattoo like, I don't know, like four days ago, and I love it. And it's really this concept of having that deep belief and knowing that what you observe is what will show up, whether you are consciously aware of it and doing it or not, right? Because if you're focusing on and essentially observing a more negative reality, then that's what is going to manifest. And same thing, if you are consciously observing the things that you don't have yet, but you are observing yourself already having these things and living the life where you have these things, then that is what is going to manifest in your life. So in an older paradigm um, and an older way of being, we tend to think that when we have something, then we will do whatever those things are that we would do when we have this thing. And then ultimately we can be a certain feeling, right? We can be happy, we can be grateful, we can be fulfilled, you name it. However, what quantum physics shows us is that 
in being the observer and knowing that our observation creates the reality, we need to focus on the being first, right? We need to focus on feeling, on being, on the embodiment. And then we need to start doing the things that we would do when we have our desired reality or desired manifestations. Now, here is where I want to reiterate that it's not so much just about kind of like the surface level things that you would be doing, right? Because a lot of times people will ask me, well, that version of me or that reality that I'm trying to manifest, I'm already a millionaire and I get to spend a lot of money doing whatever I want, but I don't have the money right now. So the idea here is not to tell you to go in debt to buy a lot of things right now, but to think about, okay, how does that version of you in the future act? How does that version of you show up? What is that way that that version of you carries themselves? And to start embodying and doing those things in terms of behavior versus just like, okay, like now I need to spend a lot of money. So that's something to keep in mind. And in being and in doing the things that the version of you would be doing and be being, ultimately, that's how you then have the thing and the reality that you want, okay? So the next point here is about how the awareness of your states and your internal representations, meaning the things that go on in your mind, they're all a key to manifestation and physical reality. So your state of being such as, like I mentioned, happy, grateful, excited, sad, angry, frustrated, largely decide on the kind of internal representations that you have, meaning those pictures, those movies that you are experiencing in your mind. And likewise, your internal representations can also actively contribute to your state of being. So in knowing that our consciousness and our act of observing and our expectations can influence the behavior of the subatomic particles that we and our entire world is made up of, this highlights once again why it is so important for us to develop that self-awareness of our thoughts, of our feelings, of our states of being, and to actively shift back to higher vibrational thoughts, feelings, and states when we find ourselves kind of going below on the scale. All right, so this is extremely important to regulate your state, to regulate your state of being, because like we just talked about, the being is what then influence the doing and then what then influence the having. So once again, just that reminder to have that awareness, because as you guys probably know, we often talk about how you actually need to be happy. You need to be in those higher vibrational states in order to manifest what you desire. And quantum physics just goes again to highlight the importance of this. Now, the next part here, oh my God, this is like my favorite, favorite part because I'm so fascinated with these things, you guys. The third part here is the idea that multiple realities exist at the same time. And it is your thoughts, expectations, decisions, your state of being that determine which reality you experience, okay? So... Ooh, this is where the magic happens. So just like how the wave-like behavior of a subatomic particle when it's going through this double slit shows multiple infinite possibilities of where they're at and where they could land on the screen, it's the same thing for the possibilities of your reality. So let's look back at you know the double slit experimental level and let's 
make things simple. Let's say that before a subatomic particle is observed, it can possibly land in position one, two, three, or four. After we observe, let's say, position three, and the particle lands there, there is zero probability and possibility that it can exist in any other positions. And so everything exists at multiple infinite possibilities in every moment, just like how the particles going through the two slits exists as a wave of infinite possibilities. And the moment that you observe, your conscious expectations influence the actual reality that happens and it creates it into physical matter and physical reality and all other possibilities of that thing that you're observing being elsewhere becomes zero. So this underlies a quantum physics interpretation called the many worlds interpretation, which I love and completely resonate with. And you can see whether or not it resonates with you. Essentially, this interpretation believes that parallel universes exist at the same time, like right now in this moment. So what's very powerful to realize then from this is that right now in this present moment, all possible versions of you, all possible realities that you can think of for yourself already exist. Everything that you desire already exists and you already have it, like I mentioned before, but you may be thinking, well, why can't I see it? because it's important to understand that having does not equate to seeing and experiencing. So I like to think about this in a very simple example. You can have an ability to paint, but you've never picked up a paintbrush before. So then you haven't experienced it and you haven't seen yourself painting and you haven't seen your paintings, but it doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to paint. So what you desire already exists. You just need to choose to experience it and observe it to have it become your reality. And this is where the power behind manifestation techniques like visualization and subconscious identity shift exercises, acting as if and embodying your desired self in the present become so critical. Because by doing this, you are deciding to experience that which you already have, but may not see at the moment in your life. So this is a super powerful concept to grasp and to understand. And I'm going to repeat this again is that by doing these things, by doing visualization, by shifting your subconscious identity, by acting as if and embodying your desired self in the present, you are deciding to experience that which you already have but may not see at the moment in your life. And so the spiritual teachings around the present moment about everything happening right now and there not being any past or future is supported here by quantum physics and specifically by this interpretations. So if all these multiple realities are happening at the same time, then in this very moment, any reality that we want to manifest already exists. And so this just gives you once again that encouragement and that reassurance that everything you want is already there for you. You just have to choose it. You just have to make the decision and set the clear intention. And so the last thing that I want to share with you is that quantum physics also goes to show us and support this notion within manifestation of how 
things are naturally drawn to us when we set the intention right so this part is all about how opportunities people and things that are helpful for your desired manifestation and often you know, just become your desired manifestation are naturally attracted to you since all subatomic particles are connected across time and space. So you have likely experienced this or heard a lot about it is that in manifestation, when you set your intention and you focus on it, then things that are helpful for you to get there will be naturally drawn to you. So this could be certain opportunities. It can be helpful people. It could be, you know, mentors, or it could just be like, just cool things that are happening that will get you to where you want to go. Now, this may originally seem a bit like magic, but the characteristics of subatomic particles actually illustrate exactly why this happens. And physicist Dr. J.S. Bell actually came up with a mathematical equation showing how all seemingly separate parts of the universe are actually all deeply connected. And this is a concept that is now known as quantum entanglement. And so he had basically shown that one subatomic particle is actually dependent on what's happening elsewhere to other subatomic particles. So what one subatomic particle does and how they behave is influenced by the behavior of others. And so therefore he concluded that all subatomic events are all causes and effects to each other. So this actually goes to explain, you know, universal laws like cause and effect. And there have been countless quantum physics experiments that have illustrated the same behavior where particles separated across time and space actually know exactly what's happening with the other particles, even though they can't see it. They don't know where these particles are, but they're still connected at a deeper level. And so this directly showcases how and why when you set your intention and manifestation and begin to think and behave in alignment with that intention, that the subatomic particles of the things that are helpful to getting you to where you want to go or actually will become the things that you want to manifest, they will be able to arrange themselves in response to your desire because your thoughts, your intention, your state of being, the behavior that you're taking, this, your entire being is made up of subatomic particles. So the way that you're thinking and behaving will affect the subatomical the subatomic particle behavior of your body and therefore will affect also the arrangement of the subatomic particles of everything else related to your desires and your desired reality. Whew. So there has literally been so much magic that I dropped for you guys today. And I know that this is going to take some time to process. But I really just want to illustrate to you that there is scientific proof to law of attraction, to manifestation, to proving how our thoughts, our feelings, we as human beings have so much power in creating our reality that we are not just the victims of a life that's happening to us, but that we can take full control of knowing that everything is connected, knowing that everything is made up of the exact same 
things. So that's basically what I wanted to share with you guys today. I would love, love, love to know how you guys feel about all of this information, how you feel about the concept of quantum physics, quantum manifestation, and especially the many worlds interpretation, which I am personally obsessed with. But I know that for some other people, it may be a bit hard to take in at first. Like, what do you mean there are parallel realities and parallel universes and that everything is happening at the same time? So as you listen to this or after you have listened to this as you have now um, and if you decide to go check out my YouTube video or other resources definitely send me a message on Instagram and let me know how you find this information you know what resonates with you um, you know whether this sparked any other types of realizations for you or just epiphanies when it comes to manifestation I would love to know so be sure to stay connected and thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode I hope you got some great notes down and I can't wait to catch you on next week's episode of the Badass Little Lightworker podcast. So until then, I wish you guys a wonderful rest of your week and stay light and shine bright, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA, on Facebook in my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, PSMLA.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, go out there, shine your light, and make some massive impact. I love you.